Vultures are fascinating birds that have features specifically helping them with their scavenging lifestyle. Most of them have large pouches in the throat that can allow them to go long periods without food. This helps them when it becomes hard for them to find leftover carcasses from other predators. They also have strong beaks suitable for tearing through hide, muscle, and bone. Their vision is also acute enabling them to find a weak or dying animal to finish or wait on until they become their dinner. Eagles are similarly endowed. Eagles also eat dead animals. The Lord Jesus Christ often resorted to using figures of speech to emphasize a situation and give depth or severity to a teaching. He often used real stories and parables to illustrate truths and made them easier to understand. He also used language and terminologies that the average Jew can easily grasp. He spoke of fishes, birds, trees, fruits, very familiar objects, and circumstances that every one of his hearers has experienced as a Jew in Israel. In this portion of scripture, Matthew 24, Jesus was privately asked by the disciples three questions in the following order. 1. When will the destruction of the temple happen? 2. What will be the sign of the establishment of his political reign? And 3. Will this lead up to the end of the world? Jesus then proceeds to describe several things that will happen from verses 4 to 31 to answer each question. But it seems his answers were given in a different order than the questions. He first answers question 3, then question 1, and finally question 2. He apparently arranged his answers in the order of importance, ending with the most important one. This article will not discuss the three answers and the reason for their sequence but will just focus on his remark in Matthew 24:28, saying, For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. I've chosen to focus on this verse because it is starting to happen already and we're seeing many Christians getting confused and divided about global issues. By the way, the Greek epsilon tau sigma pronounced a etos for eagle can mean vulture. We can then interchange these two birds because they bear identical characteristics. Remember that the disciples asked for signs of the end times. Our study verse is under the context of his answer to the first question, the destruction of the temple. Let's look at the pericope to have a good picture of what Jesus was painting. When ye, therefore, shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand, then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains, let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house, neither let him which is in the field return to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight is not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day, for then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs, and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth, behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east, and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Matthew 24:15-28. Verse 28 is exactly what we are starting to see today in the church. Although right now anyone claiming to be Christ is rejected outright, I believe that during the tribulation the desperation among the left-behind Christians, Messianic Jews included, will be so intense that many will buy into the advertising. This situation also suggests that these will be the days Amos forewarn the church about, saying, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, 
not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. Amos 8:11. Because anointed preachers have left the planet, all that is left on earth are hollow echoes of Bible passages that no longer bear the convicting and transforming power of the Holy Spirit because he is no longer an inner witness recognized by our spirit as the voice of God. During these days the Bible will become just like any other piece of literary work on a shelf because the work of the Holy Spirit during the tribulation is damage control on the remnant Jews and tribulation saints who will be martyred during this time. Therefore, if we take the spiritual context of verse 28 which is a conclusion of what the Lord Jesus Christ said in Matthew 24:15-27, and especially in Matthew 24:24-26, where he warns about the appearance of false Christs, we can say that those who are being deceived and confused are really spiritually dead Christians. Spiritual eagles and vultures, charlatans and false teachers, will come upon them to feed, take the opportunity to make money out of the situation, on their corpses, spiritual deadness and gullibility. God forbid that any of you, dear readers, become spiritual fodder for religious vultures whose only desire is to serve mammon and pander to the whims of the flesh. Our only remedy against this is by staying close to the Lord and not stopping from listening to His voice in our worship, study, prayer, and obedience. The sheep hear His voice, and they follow Him. Thank you.